Hello everybody, this is Fox on BBGWrestling.com. This is day eight of the Haru Basho. This is Sumo Drop. Right, hello everybody. Uh, welcome back, Matt and Hog. How are you doing, lads? How are you doing, Matt? We'll start with Matt. Why don't we go in order of who's written down on my piece of paper? Matt. <laughs> doing, Matt? Uh, I'm, I'm great. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm very well, mate. Yeah, and not so bad. It's been a good week of sumo, which I'm sure we'll get into the details of mm-hmm. very, very shortly. And yourself, Hog, how are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm all right. I've just moved house. Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. moved just today. My cat's bewildered. Yeah, she hasn't got a Scooby. What's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from that, brilliant. Been like really good week of sumo, hasn't it? It it has. It's been very interesting. I know you've had to do well. Obviously, that explains why you've had to do a catch up of a couple of episodes, mate. Because uh, you know you've been moving house <laughs> and you've still found time to watch sumo and then do a podcast in the night. So it's fair enough. Like I sacked it off. I won't lie. <laughs> no I had to make way. sure that I didn't pack my laptop up. That was that would have been the classic. Don't pack uh, your sumos away, whatever you do. Yeah, no, definitely not, no. Don't leave your sumos in the old house. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's been, a, it's been a very fascinating week, hasn't it? Should we start off with the uh, the obvious news then? Hakuho and Kota Shoho. Yeah. Uh, didn't last very long, did they? Weirdly, I mean, there's so much surrounding this because we've had some sort of chats uh, in between, you know, obviously the previous record and this one. And... Um, yeah, it's a point, point in contention, I think. Um, okay, with with Coach Shoho, it's like, okay, he's busted his ankle, I think, if I remember correctly. And that's like, oh, that's unfortunate. It's especially unfortunate for my wife because uh, it means in her Catchy Clash game, she can only get four points maximum. She's furious. And see, Coach Shoho going out is just like, ah, oh, it's sumo. There are injuries. These things happen. Fair enough. It's unfortunate. Fair play. Hakuo going out suddenly becomes politics. It suddenly becomes very contentious. And we're like... Yeah, it's unfortunate. Oh, he's going to be missed and things. But did he go out under proper terms? Is it, was this all planned? Is this a thing? And there's so much, um, not in the way of conspiracy theory, but definitely in a way of intrigue. We're all quite curious as to like, is is this it now? Is he is he gone officially? Because he's not. I think it's 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 not just that he's going to be gone for the rest of this bar show. He's out for May as well, as I understand it. Going back on Dakota Shoho there, when you, there was a replay shown of his ankle injury and it wasn't nice. It was a proper jarring, yeah. bad-angled um, ankle collapse, mm. shall we say. It didn't look nice at all. But Hagaho didn't look injured, did he? It means there's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of discussion. It should just be, oh, he's, he's not too too well at the minute. I hope he gets better. But now we're all like, no, he's planning something. Something's going on here. Yeah. We can't yeah, help that, though. We're from the UK. Yeah, of course not. We're living through the age of conspiracy the- theories. It's so, true, uh, yeah. you know. It's right. It's right. Yep. And what better way to kind of cement that than bringing it up on a sumo podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're all lizards. It's fine. <laughs> Smashing straight into day number two <laughs> from that bombshell. Yes. Um, for our listeners' benefit, you know, we kind of, think we know what we're going to do here <laughs> but for our listeners benefit what we're going to do is go through each day uh, one after the next but i'm going to reel off to start off with the results of our rikishi's performances um on day two to begin with and then we'll go more into 
um, the results of when our Rikishis went face-to-face with each other. So to start off with, in my stable, uh, Surugisho lost to Chiyoshoma, and Kotonowaka beat Chionokuni. In Hogi's stable, Toretsu Yoshi lost to Akasiyama, Tobizaru lost to Kagiyaki, and Takarafuji lost to Hakuo. A uh, bit of a struggle and day for you in that one, Hog, to start off with. Uh, yeah, uh, and just to add as well, like Takakesho, he, uh, he beat uh, Daesho as well. That was on day two, wasn't it? Yeah, we're going to go into those very, very soon. I'm going to get your, your feedback on that because that was tech, well, that was technically you against you. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're going to get your thoughts specifically on yeah, that. Yeah, I had a bit of a bit of a stinker though on day two, didn't I? I, I, well, I did thinking... on de- day one as well. I think I was like um, out of out of three hundred and however many in the whole league. I think I was third from bottom at that point, <laughs> and but, I was yeah. kind. Of, I remember like a week ago, I was kind of cursing quite a lot of my. my <laughs> And I was say I seem to I seem to remember like saying I'm never ever gonna pick Tobizaru again, and, <laughs> and I was like slacking off Teresa Yoshi as well quite badly. But it's funny, uh, isn't it, how a week goes? I mean, as we'll find out, yeah, yeah. Go through this pod. It's interesting the roller coaster mm-hmm. ride that we all go on. Yeah. Uh, and a match stable. Uh, Chiyoteru lost to Midori Fuji and Hoshoryu beat Ryuden. But then that takes us into the batch of fights where we all face off against each other. Because this is mm. where we'll, we'll go a bit more in depth than these ones. And to start off with, uh, for our listeners who are kind of watching in order of the matches, so to speak, the first match that we got to was Matt Tarunofuji taking on and beating my Wakataka Kage. <laughs> Matt, over to you, man. How did you feel about this match with Tarunofuji's victory over Wakataka Kage? It was great. That was all. I mean, initially, Terrifuji just grabbed Wakataka Kage by the arm and flung him out. It was over in seconds. It was. It great. really was. There was. Yeah. That's the thing with some of these. There's not going to be very much to kind of like elaborate on. There's no analysis. Uh, here. Just <laughs> chuck him out. That's that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, you know, I think going into it, um, they've had four previous fights against each other. Both had won two fights each. Um, Toronto Fuji had won his first day. Wakataka Kage had lost his first day. But as you said, Toronto Fuji just span on 180, get out, quick Yurikiri <laughs> win. That was that. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't really much more to add to that. No, at all. I mean, he's, uh, if I remember correctly, he's he's taller, he's heavier as a Toronto Fuji is to Wakataka Kage. And it's like, it was kind of. And he, he's a bit, a little bit older, so he's a bit more seasoned with it all and a bit more veteran with different things. So yeah, it was, it was kind of a. I don't want to say it was an inevitable thing, but it felt like it when it was over. It's like, I'm here. This is this. See you in a bit. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second match of, of ours on day two was uh, my Shodai beat Matt Anosho. Mm. Um, so both lost on day one. Uh, Maezeki Shodai has uh, won four of their previous seven encounters. It's a pretty equal fight going into it on paper. Mm. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, Inosho showed sort of like an initial burst of speed and strength, in my opinion. He had that big charge to start off with, but I think Shodai kind of caught him off balance, gave him a big push, um, and and Inosho ended up just going over over the rope there for an Oshidashi win for a shot. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't have not much to add to that because it was it was a strong touch eye, a strong start from Inosho. He did okay, um, but he got spun around so quick. I know it's it's so interesting because. All it takes is a bit of a wrong footing, and you can literally get spun around so quickly. And if you if you're even slightly uh, side on to your opponent, 
you have so little in way of support for yourself in terms of how you can ground yourself. So yeah, him going out was almost like an inevitability at that point. Completely. And, and there's not really much you can do about it, is there really? Once, once, really. A lot of the, and we'll see as we go through this, a lot of the issue tends to be momentum goes against you. Very and, much so. uh, Yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, but then on to the next match, which is uh, Hog against Hog. Takakisho, <laughs> as you mentioned briefly before, Takakisho beat Daesho. Yes, yeah, um, so yeah, I, I jumped the gun there. Didn't it's I? all good. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, yeah, I think I think quite an interesting fight, wasn't it? Because um, Daesho, you know, we kind of won the last tournament. We're ex- we're expecting kind of big things from him. Um, and Takakisho obviously had an abysmal uh, tournament last time, um, and Takakisho won. You know, he came out guns blazing and and um, and did the business. Yeah, it was a statement point, wasn't it, for Takakisho to beat Daesho? I think it was a statement piece. Early on in the competition, to be able to beat somebody who performed so well yeah. in January. Mm. I, I mean, I'll, do, go, go, I'll kind of save it for in a little bit, but I do have a little theory about Daesho. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. No, it'd be good to hear that soon. Not that exciting, really, but... <laughs> Tom, you're going to have to sex it up a bit now. Yeah, he's yeah, going yeah, to say he's a lizard. <laughs> Back to conspiracy theories. He lives in a volcano. Um, um, how do you feel? Great. Because I think this is one of the first ones that we'll obviously cover going through this. Um, having two of your own stable going off against each other like this, like where was your? Did you have any particular sort of like um, wants and desires for who you wanted to win? Did you sort of allegiance uh, yeah. for a particular fighter over the other? I've, got, I've just got a bit of a soft spot in general for Takakesho. You know, I just wanted to see it because. I just want to see him come back, really. You yeah. know, he's, he's with his, uh, his uh, Azeki. You know, I want him to hang on to that, and I want him to progress, really, on, into and become a better fighter, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I was kind of hoping T- Takakesho uh, comes good. And, and the same for the tournament, really. Absolutely. But, you know, Daesho, you know, he proved in the last tournament how much how strong he is and how good he is as well. So... You know, you want to see that guy as well. You know, I want to see him doing good this time around as well. Of course you do. Of course you do. And it's it's you always want to see people who've had a strong previous tournament. You want them to carry on that consistency because you want to see them climb up the ranks. That's that's what I love about watching. It doesn't matter where they are in the card or the rankings. If they've had a yeah. previously good tournament, I want that form to carry on regardless yeah. of who the are. I, want yeah. to I think we've kind of we've commented on it before, haven't we? In the past, yeah. Mark, like it's, it, that's what you want to see is these these fight these uh, wrestlers coming through the ranks and and you know, doing the base really. Yeah, no, absolutely agree, man. Um, from there, we're going to Takiyasu from my stable, uh, defeated Asanayama from Matt's stable. Now, yeah, this was an interesting one, this, because uh, my uh, Takiyasu, obviously Konosubi, um, he lost on day one, and uh, Yorozeki, Asanayama, he, he won on day mm-hmm. one. So, mm-hmm. another. Asanyama's also won two of their last three fights that they've had with each other. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of up in terms of, you know, the expectation of who you think is going to win. But saying that, the previous day is is interesting as well because uh, I think the, the betting man would put put the uh, the bet on Asanyama to maybe to walk away with this one. And to be fair, it was a very strong start and uh, and very strong by both fighters for most of the fight. Neither really, really, really able to take any kind of proper advantage. Um I remember sort of thinking when I was watching this, you know, can you remember the, the wrestling commentator, Gorilla Monsoon? 
Oh, yeah. Um, he used to say quite a lot when there was the big lads facing off against each other, like the British Bulldog and the Warlord. He used to always say, it's the irresistible force versus the, the immovable object. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, it kind of had that sort of like, nobody could gain any grounds, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But I think yeah. what, what happened, in my opinion, was was that simply that Asniyama seemed to just sort of tire a, a little bit quicker than Takayasu. Mm-hmm. And he was just able to get a Yurikiri win, just, just quite, I think it could have gone either way. Yeah, I, my notes were pretty much literally it was 50-50. It was going so much back and forth. And both were performing great. Um, well, I say both performing great. Because of the rank divide here, it was a bad show from Masanayama because he's an Ozeki and uh, uh, Takayasu being Komasubi. It, it should have been a bit more uh, one-sided, but it wasn't. But that, 50-50 was still really good. But I think you're right. The stamina in Asanayama started to deplete and he was slowly edged out of the Dokyo. I was watching him like, getting just... A little bit shunted and was like, pull it back, pull it back, grind yourself, come on, come on, come on. Oh god, he's out. And it was it was I didn't feel necessarily too bad about it because it was a very well fought match on both sides, a very hard fought victory. But ultimately it could have gone either way. It's very true. It's very true. And at the end of day two, uh, Matt left day two with their uh, two wins and three losses. Mm. Hog left with one win and four losses. Bit of a knacker in that Ouch. one for him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I ended up doing the best out of the three of us on day two with three wins and two losses. Mm. Um, so I had high hopes for my roster um, leaving day two after my abysmal mm. zero and five day one <laughs> that we covered in the first <laughs> episode. Ouch, indeed, <laughs> to that one. But that takes us uh, very nicely into day three. So in my stable, Surigisho lost to Casey, Kotonowaka lost to Tochinoshin, but Takayasu beat Shimanumi. In Hog Stable, Toretsu Yoshi beat Koto Eko. And in Matt Stable, Chioteriu beat Akasayama. Asnayama beat Hokota Fuji. And, and also had that very interesting Fuzen victory over <laughs> yeah. Hakaho. You can always, always want to win over Hakaho. <laughs> and yeah. you'll take it anywhere you can. I'll so out of the matches where we don't face each other, uh, you know, Matt's got three out, of, three out of three there, which is fantastic. Well, that leads us in Oof. to the first clash of the day being... Hog's Tobizaru taking yeah. on Matt's Hoshoryu. Over to you, Hog. Yeah, he's he's um so kind of got off to a bit of a bad start, didn't he? Tobizaru kind of mm. lost his first two. Uh, but as we'll kind of come to see, he's um he's starting to he's starting to turn it round. He's quite fast and he's um yeah, he's quick off the blocks, you know what I mean? And the other thing is I think about him is if you if you He's good on the defense. So if you see other other wrestlers trying to put a grip on him or um trying to grab him, he's really quick at nipping out of there. Yeah. yeah. Slinky, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a slippery little little so and so, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, yeah, I mean he's great. Yeah, I, I think to add to that is that um um Hoshori was very much on the back foot the whole time. It was it was well controlled by Toby Zaru. I mentioned this before, but it, on, on uh, Sunday last week, I like Toby Zaru as 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 a person, I guess. <laughs> as a fight, as, <laughs> as a, a fight, friend. I was like, yeah, as, as a, a well known confidant. <laughs> um, no, but as uh, I, I just like I don't know his personality in general. But I thought, but he's is he is he strong as a rikishi? Oh, I won't pick him that kind of thing. But. I do again. Maybe it's just the fact that Toby Zaro translates as flying monkey. Monkey, and I'm like, that's fantastic. <laughs> How would you not love that? But 
he he genuinely controlled it really well. He controlled the Del Hero in, incredibly well, and just yeah, constantly pushed Hoshiro out and didn't didn't like you know dominate the whole thing. He just but he very much um, co- yeah controlled the situation and took advantage of it and brought it back. I was I was quite impressed. I mean, the day before he was unlucky, really, as well. Yeah, because yeah. he, he he just lost his footing. He was just he just mm-hmm. slipped on day two, so he he was showing potential there. I thought as well, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think as well with Tobizaru, um, he's got a bit of that Eno charm about him. Oh, I know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He's, he's yeah. quite sort of, he's a bit smaller than who he tends to go up against. Yeah. He's, a, he's a bit slippery and nippy. He tries to kind of, he uses his momentum and, and sort of movement, sidestepping quite a lot to get out of a sticky situation. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. And you can't help but like him because of that. You know, you, you're like, he's got a different approach. Yeah, I think he, he has he, to. Because he's got a little bit more size than Enho. Yes, yeah. A bit more on him, a bit more meat on him. He's, um, I don't think he can be as steamrolled quite as, quite that's, as easily. That's very true. That's very true. Um, and that takes us into our next match where Matt's Tereno Fuji <laughs> took on and defeated Hoagie's Daesho. Over to you, Matt. I mean, that was, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like the kind of thing you see in a sort of 80s movie where a big bully takes on like a skinny <laughs> kid. It just sort of, Terranofuji just whomped into him, chased him around in a circle and pounded him to the floor, fell on him and was like, yep, dominated that. Problem solved. Um, it was, yeah, just just a very clean, clean victory. Yeah, there's like three, that's like three losses at that point for yeah. Daesh as well. So not a good start for him. Um, and he just he just couldn't move fast enough, I don't think. He was just, he was just slow around the rope. And when, you, when you're up against Terranofuji... Um, who is just a bit of a beast at the moment. You know, yeah. you haven't really got much of a... You've got a cat in hell's chance, really. Because yeah. Terranofuji was undefeated at that point. Not yeah. giving any spoilers for later. Um, but um, at that point, yeah. So it's it's not just that he's... Hakuo is now out. He's hungry to prove a point that I am I am now the next contender. I'm the general, you know, the, the natural uh, next choice. And I'm going to take up all the room there is and I'm going to just crush you. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, following that fight, we had uh, Shodai from My Stable take on uh, with a victory over Takara Fuji and Hog Stable. Now, Shodai, obviously, and Zeki coming in here, he's uh, had a one and one, uh, one win, one loss so far over the previous couple of days. Uh, Takara Fuji is on 0 2, so another guy who's had a couple of, of uh, tricky first starting days, so to speak. Yeah. Um, Shodai, however, <laughs> has won. Um, twelve of their last fifteen encounters. <laughs> so, it's, so it was always kind of tipping in Shodai's favour. I think it's fair to say, and you know, uh, I think a betting man would would probably put a quid on Shodai out of the two when they're going up against each other, especially with Takara Fuji's form in the first couple of days, let alone his the previous encounters. But I mean, in this, it, it was a, it was a very decisive short power from Shodai. I thought, yeah, uh, he just shoved Takara Fuji straight at the edge of the ring and then out for another pretty quick Yorakiri win. Yeah, um, not a huge amount I can really add onto that fight. It was just one of those, wasn't it? It happened sometimes, a bit of a steamroller kind of event, and unfortunately, that's a couple in a row you've had there, Hog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the thing is about um Takara Fuji. Yeah, it was pretty com- comprehensive win for Shodai. Takara Fuji, in, out of my selection of fighters, he's he's like um, he's my unknown quantity, really. <clears throat> like I didn't know what what really to expect. Mo- I didn't know what to expect from him, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, so you're going to roll the dice, haven't you, like that? And, you know, it's going to go one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get into it a bit later on, but one of my fighters is exactly the same situation. And then you just think, why did I bother? Takara Fuji, he's getting on a bit now, isn't he? He's like, yeah, he is. What, is, he, is he 35 or something like that? Well, he, he looks like he's 45. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think he's, uh, yeah, he's like 435, that kind of age, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's one of the older veterans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's quite old in for a sumo wrestler, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Indeed. Uh, and that takes us on to our sort of final encounter of uh, of the day, of day three, where my uh, Wakataka Akage took on and defeated in what I can only describe as a bit of a shock victory, really, uh, Hogs Takakisho. Yeah. Now, mm. As you mentioned there, Hogs Ezeki Takakisho uh, is... is well, he's actually won their only previous fight that they've had against each other. So they've only yeah. fought each other once before, and Takakisho is victorious. Takakisho's on on two and zero going into today's when his previous two days, and Wakataka is uh, has lost both of his first two days. So I think it's again, you know, based on position and and results so far, Takakisho is probably the favourite going into this battle. Um, and Takakisho, man, he was delivering some clubbing blows and forearms. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what you'll see about, yeah, what you see with Takakisho, right, is when he comes out the blocks, he he'll try and throw a few slaps around. And if you get drawn into that, I think you kind of that's this is where you get into trouble. Um, yeah. If you can I get if you get around Taka... that and get a grip yeah. on him. I think you can quite, you know, uh, he, he does have like vulnerable sides to his his technique, um, but yeah, he he has got a mean slap on him, hasn't he? <laughs> he has an half. They're proper clotheslines almost. <laughs> you um, get bitch slapped by him. <laughs> <laughs> you're picking your teeth up, um, but you're picking your crystals up. But I think the thing is, well, you, you nailed it there. Because my next bullet point is that Wack Attacker was moving very well and very quickly around that, and he was circling Takakisho quite well, using his speed more than anything else here, rather than getting drawn into that and trying to sort mm. of like who you it and, you know, rather than going head to head with him, which is what Takakisho wants, because once you get in that sort of two foot um, sort of space, if you like, around him, he can bully you with his strength and just dominate and push because he's a solid mass. But if you, as, as uh, Wakataka showed here, he circled <laughs> around a bit, um, he lunged forward and caught Takakisho on the back foot pretty much and, uh, you know, kind of caught him off guard a bit and then you took him over the rope for a uh, you're a Kiri win. And uh, I think, you know, that's where speed outdid strength uh, mm. in this particular battle. But I thought it was a good fight. It was nice to see Wagataka get a win because uh, I was starting to have a couple of concerns with the first couple of days, <laughs> thinking, you know, he was out in January. Mm. Uh, am I, I going to be on for an onslaught here? Um, and then he went up against Takakisha, and I thought, oh, no, here we go. Especially after Taka, as we were saying, he was on a 2 2 nil victory by that point. So I thought, but no, he pulled it around. And that helped me a little bit for the end of the day results. Um, Matt finished day three on 4-1, four wins and one defeat. Hog had uh, two wins and three defeats. And I finished on uh, three wins and two defeats. So sets us up nicely for day four, actually. Day four is an interesting one because there isn't really a huge amount to report in 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 the singular matches, so to speak. In my stable... Surugisho beat Hidanumi, which caught me by surprise. I wasn't expecting him to win anything. Um, so I was quite happy with that. Wakataka Kage went back to losing ways, unfortunately, and lost to Mitakiyumi. And Shodai shocked me by his loss to Hakota Fuji. Yeah. Um, Ogi had no 
um, out of competitive fights, if if you get what I catch my drift there. Mm-hmm. And Matt, um, his Hoshoryu lost to Chionokuni, and his Toriyama Fuji beat Macy. Mm-hmm. But that led us into our first string of battles because we had several fights here where we all went up against each other. And the first one being Hogs Toretsu Yoshi taking on defeat and Matt uh, Chiyoteru. Uh, so over to you, Paul. Yeah, um, Toretsu Yoshi, again, he had a similar kind of... He's had been doing similar to Tobizaru up to now. He kind of lost, lost his first few. And then uh, coming back into it again, he looks quite good against some of the bigger fighters as well. Like um, looks quite strong in uh, particularly in this fight. Kind of looked uh, once he gets his um, gets his charge, kind of gets a bit of memento behind his charge. I think he look he looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the only thing I'd add to that really myself was that it was a very frustrating one to watch because much like I said earlier, it was a very 50-50 kind of thing to start with uh, until. Uh, Chiotaru put his left foot back and literally had no grounding, no footing, and was sort of just slid across half the dojo. Teresu Yoshi just literally pushed him to the edge. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, the momentum there at that point is like, and you know, there's so much weight behind these guys. When you are going over, it's very hard not to. I mean, there's some amazing dance work you can do on on, on the sort of rice bells and the rope. But... Um, not this time. It was just literally a case of like, oh, where's this going to go? Out. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a great charge. It's a yeah, really good very charge much so. by yeah. Turitsu Yoshi. Yeah. Leads us on to Hog's second match of the day where Tobizaru defeated my Kotonowaka. So I'll let you uh, take the lead on this one as well, Hog, mate. Again, uh, Tobizaru kind of coming back from the, from the, <laughs> from my slagging off. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was good, wasn't it? But it was it, what I thought was it started sluggish, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and it just didn't look. They, it just didn't look like either fighter were kind of involved in it. But then, as it kind of developed, I thought Tobizaru, um He looked too fast. It was quite. It was so even. Tobizaru also because of his his size, he looked too fast. Uh, but Katona Waka, he was too big. So yeah. it was a bit of a, it felt like a bit of a stalemate for for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but Tobizaru kind of came through and got the win. Did indeed. I think, you know, again, as I've sort of said in previous fights here, um, both headed into the fight with uh, one win and two defeats. They've only ever fought once before and Kotonowaka got the win. I mean, it's, it's equal enough on paper, really. You know, there's nothing really that stands out hugely before going into the fight. It was an interesting one to see what, what came of it with no expectation. Um, as you said, it was sluggish. It seemed very kind of like, as you said there, like just off kilter a bit. And it was almost like a strategic fight where neither knew what to do next. Yeah, there was, a, <laughs> you know? there was like a split moment in there, wasn't there, where there was like, they both kind of stopped, almost seemed <laughs> yeah. Um, before they kind of tried to reassess what they were going to do next, you know. Absolutely, very cautious with their attacks almost, especially when they kind of, they pause as if to look at each other. Mm. Like It was almost like professional wrestling where they, where they sort of grapple up and then they stand back and look at each other and look at the crowd <laughs> as if to say, well, like, what am I going to do? Come on, Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Get behind us. Give us some energy. Tobizaru, uh, he'll, he'll fight defensively though. Yeah. That's the other thing about him. So he reacts to... He fights in a quite defensive way, I think. Well, that proved um, itself here because Kotonowaka was close to tripping him twice. 
yeah. two occasions during the fight, but Tobazaru stayed pretty strong, and as you said, his defence um, came to light during that. Um, he's quick. He's being really quick, hasn't he, so far? So, you know, when, when there's those kind of trips attempted on him, he seems to be able to just wriggle out of them. And he's got he's obviously got endurance there as well, which is interesting to see because I think that the thing is more than anything else at this particular fight, I think it was by day four, it was the longest fight that we'd seen so far, I believe. Yeah. Um maybe only just, but it was still it was still a longest fight to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. by this point on day four. So the fact that what I noticed about Tabazaro is that he still seemed sprightly by the end of the fight. He wasn't knackered or anything, he wasn't uh, his stamina wasn't defeated. He, he, so it, it's it's interesting to see that he's got that about him where you don't often get to see the stamina of, of sumos because a lot of fights are over quite quickly. They're obviously big guys. They always look quite knackered a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't think they, they generally have a lot of... Well, I might be wrong, but I don't think they generally do have a lot of stamina. In, in the eye of battle. Especially because they're fighting for kind of like fourteen days on the bounce as well. Mm, I mean that it yeah that takes stamina, you know. But you know, but within the the actual within the the fight, yeah, bursts of energy is it's pure bursts of sheer sheer energy. Yeah, Um, sprint rather than marathon mindset. Absolutely, sprint rather than marathon. Whereas Tobazaru there, I think he's got a bit of a marathon about him. I think he can go. We proved in that fight he can go the distance, mm. and he and he won, and he um and and he looked sprightly at the end of it. So fair play to Tobazaru with that win yeah. over uh, Kotonowaka. I don't think um, he's got a marathon in him. I think he's got a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you're a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that takes us on to, I believe. Um, is it uh, who is it next? It's Takiyasu. It's my Takiyasu. It's my mm. Takiyasu. <laughs> yeah. And he took on Hogs uh, Daesho. Yet another match for Hog. That's why it threw me there because Hogs now in his third out of five matches yeah. he has to comment on. Um, <laughs> Takiyasu, though, interestingly, because you know we'll we'll get onto Takiyasu as the days progress. But Takiyasu was going into this uh, on two one in terms of his previous days so far. So two wins and one loss, which, you know, it was kind of the earlier days of the tournament. We'll sort of see how he goes. I hope he does well. Um, however, he was, he was taking on Daesho, who is now on zero and three going into day four. Um, mm. Takiyasu has beaten Daesho and uh, seven times over the last 10 encounters. And they're obviously both fighting as Komasubis as well. I thought it was a really strong battle, to be honest. But I thought that Taesho actually looked stronger. Yeah. Um, I think he had, he had Takayasu against the rope. Um, he looked like he could have won. But um, it was a, just simply a beautiful kind of pivot sidestep, is the best way I can describe it, at oh. the last second by Takayasu. And it caused Taesho's momentum more than anything to kind of take him over the rope there for the loss. So I think... That on pay, when I watched it, Daesho looked like he was the stronger opponent. He looked like he was the stronger out of the two. He looked like he was potentially going to get the win. But Takayasu, it was just that 180 pivot that just that changed everything and, and, and clawed the victory for him. I think he was lucky. Uh, it was strategic and it was, a, it was a very nice footing and pivot. You know, I'm not taking that away from Takayasu because it was wonderful. But I think Daesho was more unlucky than anything to lose that particular fight, Hog. Yeah, I think uh, Daesho was, he looked, what, I, what I've actually liked about him is that even though he's, <laughs> he, we're up to day four and he's lost every single day, <laughs> <laughs> at least he's not kind of folded like um, um, Takakesho. Yeah, yeah. At least he's kind of still coming out and, and putting in a performance every day. 
And and I think um, in this battle, he was he was so close to winning it. And, and he he looked from the charge. He he kind of had that desire there to to win it. And and like you say, uh, Takayasu just sneaky little sidestep at the end. And Gaesho um, just found himself <laughs> on the wrong side of the of the um, of the bale, didn't he? Of the straw bale. Uh, sorry, the rice bale. So uh, he, there you go. It was one of them. It was one of them. On another day, he could have easily, you know, won there. As we said, he's, his power, he was more dominant, I thought, in that particular fight. And well, he was unlucky. I th- yeah, I think hold the thought there with Daesho because uh, leading into day five. Um... So, there's a lot to, there's a lot, lot of interesting things to come. I think it's uh, fair to say. Um, but before we get on to day five, there were a couple more matches to go as... Hogs Takakisho faced off against his own Takara Fuji. What did you make of this fight, Hog? Again, two days in a row where two of your dudes have gone against each other. Uh, Takakisho versus, go on, remind me again. Takara Fuji. Uh, do you know what? I don't think I've got my notes down for this. <laughs> no worries at all. I've got, I've got, um, and Takakisho won that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think just yeah with with him, I think it's good to see him starting to build a kind of uh, just to build a bit of memento. Absolutely. Just getting back in the game and and seeing him back up um, at the top in the top kind of um, with the top fighters. I think he's doing great. He started to move and shake a bit, and I think he started to kind of he's starting to just show what he's capable of and what we first fell in love with. I mean, I I first fell in love with him in November. I think that's fair to say, and I think a lot of people did because obviously he, he just he smashed it in November. Yeah, uh, that was the first time again, like we've mentioned previously, that me and you realised that we were both into sumo. So we both kind of waxed lyrical about him, and we were both big fans. And then you know, as, as you go on, we got into January, and then it all just fell apart. This entire world literally fell. You can't see a bigger demise <laughs> than yeah. that. It was just a huge fall from grace, um, and then. All three of us, including Matt, were really wanting him to bounce back. We wanted to see something yeah. from him at this. You know, we discussed before we headed into the Haru that we all wanted to see what he was capable of and hopefully now post-injury um, what he was able to do. And, you know, he hasn't come out all guns blazing dominant like you kind of want him to in November. Yeah. But at the same time, he's up there. He's, he's got something to build on, hasn't he? I mean, he's got something to prove and something to show, and I think he's wanting and he's showing and he's and he's trying and he's giving it a good go. Was Matt saying before he's he's lost? Th- is it three stone? Were you saying last week, Matt? Seventeen kilos. So yeah, 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 three stone. So like, three but stone, I yeah. still I still think he's like he's just not quite fast enough, though. You know what I mean? He's he's still a little bit. He's yeah. he could still be a little bit faster, but he he is definitely improving in this tournament. You know. He also yeah. needs a bit of variety, if you ask me. I mean, I, we yeah, mentioned earlier about how he's got the one note. I mean, it's a one good damn trick, so it works well for him. But uh, like when, you know, his first loss of, of this particular basho, um, if you can get round him, if you can get past those yeah. flailing arms, yeah, he yeah. can't counter that. He cannot at all. He's He's got nothing to go, okay, well, I've got these other tricks. So, so he needs to work on that sort of variety. But to be fair, um, most of the time it does work for him. So it's, He's a bit yeah. kind of like... it's. It's, it reminds me a little bit of um, uh, the E Honda out of Street Fighter Two. <laughs> yeah. It's like just throwing the slaps about all over yeah, the yeah. place. <laughs> yeah. A wall of palms coming at you. Occasional flying headbutt, but you know, usually just, <laughs> just 
Yeah, well, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Like, yeah, he's <laughs> gonna pull it out the bag, doesn't he? He's got some good moves on him when when you when you get past his button bashing here. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, if you hold back for two seconds and then uh, release the opposite direction and press punch at the same time, then you you, you will do a flying headbutt. He's gonna, he's gonna show us something different, isn't he? <laughs> well, he, but, he listens to this show, so he'll know now what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and um, I think it's. You know, from an outsider's point of view, you know that both these guys are in your stable hog, and and Takara Fuji suffered a, a defeat there. Um, from an outsider, I I was happy to see Takakishi get the win, for that yeah. pure reason of wanting to see him, you know, develop and bounce back from where he was. Um, and then that leads us into uh, Matt, two of Matt's dudes facing off against each other in Asanayama and Anosho. Over to you, Matt. Yeah, Hog's been remarkably calm about this. I was. I've been pissed off every time I got two people fighting over my own. It's, it <laughs> so feels your so. Comments in the uh, the chat with us. Oh, all. Every so day annoying. Like, I'm so freaking pissed off that my blocks are fighting each other again. Yeah. Because like, you know you're going like to win. You're a mother of two. two <laughs> Scrap the window. You two, knock it off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you two, he's ready. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's weird because you know you're going to get guaranteed at least one victory for that day, which you know statistically is less of a risk. But then you go. Yeah, but these are these guys are good. It should have been too. Um, having said that, uh, Anosho Asanayama. So Anosho came out really strong. Like like, like the Tacha was really strong, and he was really going for it. And Asanayama might have been a bit caught off a guard by that. And it was the thing in sumo you don't want to get too high because the second you get vertical, it's easier to push you over because humans are really weirdly designed. Um, so you know, being like factor as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but the difference is that Asanayama being. A, a damn good Ozeki realized what was happening. Took just a, just that brief moment of calculation and a slight sidestep, and just slammed Anosho out off the rice bell. So he felt the rice bell under his feet, did a very 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 slight turn, and just pushed him out. And it was it was unfortunate because again, for me personally, it was going to be a one point no matter what it was. It was going to end up fine either way uh, from the point of the you know of, of our tournament. But I really wanted Anosho to win it. And it's a strange thing to say because obviously, you know, it's like, well, you know, why? Is it because I know she feels like he's trying harder. Uh, and I say, yeah, suddenly I'm being caught off guard, maybe underestimated or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, so it's, 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 it was a good result in the end. So I thought, oh, yeah, I, I'm fine. Point wise, it's OK. Sunny did what he would do as an Ozeki. That's why he's the rank he is, because it's like, hang on, this is quite a challenge. I'm surprised by this, but I've got this huge arsenal of things I can use to counter that. And it's just sort of unfortunate for Anosho that he didn't have anything to, to sort of stop his own momentum from pushing himself out of the ring, basically. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was good, just a bit frustrating because it's like if it was anyone else, that would have been like, oh, fantastic, great victory for you know. Because I think Anosho, if he wasn't up against the Sunnyama and used that exact same tactic, that might have scored him another point. It could have been it could have been two extra points for me that day. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think one of the key things is with that, and much like Hogs matches so far as well. I mean, I've been lucky; I haven't had to do it as of yet, mm. as of before. But you, you can only, you no, know, I'm going into this and I've been watching it and I'm like, oh, it's Hog against Hog here um, or Matt against Matt. And the thing that goes through my head is I hope, if it was one of mine, I hope that nobody sustains an injury. Uh, uh, that's true. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, the, the idea that you could lose one of you, you've got two guys here, the stakes are always high when you've got two guys going against each other. You're always going to get a loss. You're always going to get a, a win. Mm. But then you've got double the chances of a potential injury as well, <laughs> you know, let alone anything else going wrong in that particular fight you've got two like you've got two lads the worst case scenario is that both of them yeah go out with an injury. <laughs> <laughs> God. Yeah. double count out <laughs> God, <that'd be> excruciating. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But um, yeah, at the end of day four, anyway, uh, Matt finished the day with two wins and three defeats. Mm. Hog finished the day with three wins and two defeats. And I finished the day with two wins and three defeats. Which takes us on to day five, kind of just after the halfway point of uh, week one. Now, this was an interesting one in uh, day five, because I'll get into it in a moment, but we had uh, three matches again where we take on each other. Um, not so much the case for Hog this this day, though. I mean, with myself here, Suragisho lost to Chiyomaru. Then we had uh, Takiyasu. He defeated Kiribayama. Then with Hog, all of his matches took place in, in this setting. He didn't have uh, any matches against myself or Matt uh, mm. in tier five. So Toretsu Yoshi defeated Yutakiyama. Tobizaru defeated Midoro Fuji. Daesho defeated Mitakiyumi. Uh, Takara Fuji lost to Takanosho and Takakishio lost to Hokota Fuji, which is an interesting one. Um, I suppose before we uh, go on to the next set of uh, results, is it because you didn't have any matches, Hog, against myself or Matt? Is there anything that stands out from day five for you, or at least? Yeah, very, yeah. very quickly. Takakishio, yeah. he should have beaten Hokuto Fuji, but he was too slow. So I think that was kind of picking up on my point from the from day four, where I just was, where I was just thinking he's not he's not got enough speed. Um, but the the other one was the Tobizaro versus Midori Fuji, which was actually the I thought the fight of the day. Yeah, really good fight. Two smaller fighters. Um, it was quite a long fight with several kind of um, where they were grappled up for a while. Um, Midori Fuji kept trying to put a grab on on uh, Tobizaro, who kept. You know, he, as I was saying before, he, he keeps fighting defensively um, and he was able to counter. Um, and, yeah, he, he managed to get the win as well that day. But that is that was a really, really good fight. It's well worth watching, that one. I, I think, actually, it, it's possibly the longest fight I've ever watched that I remember <laughs> that I remember watching. It felt like it was going on for about six hours. Yeah. Um, it, it was a proper long war of attrition. And it was it was great, as you say. But, yeah, I think... My notes are like I made just separately is that it might be the longest match I remember actually watching. Like, uh, you know, not going back and watching things on YouTube, actually watching on the day of the event mm. uh, live, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it, I think it's probably the longest fight I've seen. Uh, I think this is where, at this point, day five, I think this is when the tournament start within day, between day five and day eight, it's when it starts to get really interesting. There's a few little things that start to happen yeah. um, that I think are great. And I think this is one of them, Tobizaru. Because then it, it start now. Now all of a sudden the tables have turned, and he and he's getting he's pulling together a little winning streak. Yeah, well, I'll quickly read out Matt. I'm going to come back to that in a second. So, so Matt's non-competitive matches. Uh, mm. Chiyo Teriyu lost to Ayayama, and Asanayama beat Macy. Now, just before we go into our matches, just something that you mentioned there, Hog, is that the the days that everything seems to change a little bit. Do we think, uh, Matt, start with yourself, do we think that some of these changes might be because the pressure of uh, Hakaho not being there anymore might have taken, might change the dynamic of fighters' focuses? You know, like the the, the Azekis, for example, mm. um, the ranked fighters and everybody else. Once Hakuho is gone, does it kind of change the dynamic for the rest of the, for the rest of the roster, for the rest of the pool of fighters? Uh, in terms of, or is this just a natural thing that you think would happen anyway? No, no, I think again? I think it is. I think it's a it's a it's a phenomenon with with uh, um, with sumo especially, where you have such a very distinct hierarchy. It's not like oh, this is the best person. This is the best person because they've got the belt, or they're the best because we've decided they've fought this many matches. It's like no, there is a distinct rank and file of who is in what order, and there is an interesting 
almost showmanship mindset of like, oh, the top dog is gone. It's now up to the next pool to, to almost take the charge, take the mantle, yeah. take the flag and run to with it. To prove themselves as well. Very much so. And it's, it's to show that, it, that it's to prove themselves to show that they are worthy of that next title. It's to, it's almost like saying, well, hang on, the, the eyes aren't on the greatest in, in this tournament at the minute, which means I can be the greatest. And I yeah. think that genuinely does inspire some people to push harder in the Sekiwake and Komosu. Even the Maegashira stuff, it's like, well, even, hang on, if they're going to flail, we're going to prove a point. Exactly. Um, because if yeah. they go up, if, if, if there's moving shaking at the top, then they'll be moving shaking down here too. Yes. It's not just going to be stagnant because no. we, we know what the crack is with ha- uh, Hakaho now. Yeah. Um, the rumors are that, you know, he's not going to be here next, next time either in May and mm-hmm. that he's going to be done. We know what's going on with the other Yoko. Yeah. It's going to be, somebody's going to need to be a Yoko. They can't not have yeah. Yokos, which means there has to be some movement over the next, over yeah. the next basho. And the commentary um, always starts with, um, almost always, especially on like NHK, for example, NHK World, it will always be someone saying, and uh, this is the man to watch. He's uh, Maegashira 9, whatever it is. Yeah. And he's currently undefeated. And then everyone's like, oh, there's a spotlight on this person that no one would usually be talking about at all. Mm-hmm. Because there is, as I mentioned earlier, that vacuum. Um, and that does, as I say, inspire some people, but it can get in other people's heads. It can really mess you up. Do you think, Hog, that as well as it just being that kind of that um, that inner drive and wants to prove yourself, there's maybe a bit of um, pressure as well from sumo in general because you know hakaho has gone but mm. we don't all we, it's not only a case of people stepping up and you know now she's chance to be counted it's like we need the fans to be happy now that the top dog's gone but also our sponsors need to be happy as well yeah. and these businesses who are paying forward we need to make them we, we want them to keep coming so you you that you know the spotlight is on you to prove yourself but not only for yourself you need to prove that you're worthy because we need these these companies to keep feeding in I think, to, uh, financially. I think what, what's been happening, really, is that with Hakko dropping out, like Matt's saying, there's a bit of a vacuum there with the with the two Yokozuna not there. And then there's this mad kind of, like, everyone's jostling for position. And then there's just, like, crazy sequences of, of events that are just totally unpredictable that are happening, which are just kind of reshaping things. Yeah. And then they'll reshape for one tournament, and you'll think, right, okay, well, Daesho is like super good now. And then it'll go into the next tournament. And then it's like, oh, hang about. Daesho is doing really badly. And last time Takakesho was doing, you know, and it's just mm-hmm, it's like, yeah. it, it, I think it's just more like how Sumo is. And it's a testament to kind of, um, to it really, because, yeah. you know, I, I like that it's unpredictable. You know, I don't, I don't Same like here. It when it's just like, you know, like we say, I do like to see fighters build a memento and I do like to th- see fighters come through and be- and come good, but I don't want it to stagnate. I want it to kind of stay dynamic and, and kind of, and it to be changing constantly and it to be unpredictable. Um, and I like it because the, un- you know, the underdog can win. The smaller yeah. fighter can be, pe- can fight against the bigger fighter and the smaller fighter can win. And it's like, you know, this is this is the good thing about sumo, and and what's happening at the moment is just kind of um, yeah. I just think it's just a mad sequence of events that's that start that starts to happen uh, between day five and day eight. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I I'll quickly go quickly mention it. Why I wax lyrically about November more than anything else. It's 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 because of that uncertainty and 
people stepping up and taking the reins and winning the tournament other than what's predictable. Yeah. And that's what I loved about November so much because it was just so random and then you had somebody who went on an amazing, you know, 11-win streak kind of thing yeah. um, who wasn't Hakaho. <laughs> so yeah. that's yeah. that's what I like from this. And that's where, where, it's why I like where we're going in 2021 with Sumo because I think it opens up the doors. It's almost like a refresh button. Yeah, it's almost yeah. like restarting, like mm. defragging, defragging your computer. <laughs> Behind the scenes as well, I think there's there's kind of this pressure on the Sumo Council for change. You yeah, know, yeah. like people are wanting certain different things, like like in terms of how the spectators come into the um, arena. You know, what happens to fighters who are dealing with concussion? There's all kinds of little issues going on behind, like the issue with... Um, like women aren't allowed to even come on to, into the dojo, yeah, yeah. you know? So there's all this kind of stuff going on behind the scenes as well. So it's super, super interesting time for, for sumo wrestling, I think, because it's so, um, because ritual um, and tradition is so heavily embedded in it. It's not really a sport as such like football or, or yeah. rugby or whatever. It's a religious, it's a Shinto festival, you know, it's, um, mm-hmm. um, and, and yeah, super, super interesting times. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, that does lead us on to, though, the, the, the battles that we had for the day on day five. Mm. Starting off with Matt Hoshoryu took on and beat Mike Kotonowaka. Matt, mm. your thoughts? Um, it's a tricky one. It was, um, I'm not going to say boring. Um, it, was, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was a little bit boring. It was a lot of gripping and a lot of holding. And it's the thing that you like to see boxing and uh, you always have this image in your head like, like Raging Bull or something like that. It's not really, really cool or something like, you know, Rocky. And then you see some two very tired men hugging on the ropes. And you're like, yeah. this isn't what I expected. So it was a lot, yeah, a lot of gripping and holding. But to be fair, I don't think Koshoryu was ever in any doubt in my mind of not winning it because he was constantly trying different things. He wasn't just sitting there... Um, and just, you know, trying to tire out Kotonowaka. He was genuinely, he, the ended with a flip at the end of the day, and he turned him over, and it would look like it was always going to go that way, left or right, whatever it's going to be. It was just how he was going to get him into position to do it, because Kotonowaka is bigger and heavier than Hoshoryu. I think you're right, yeah. I think on the day itself, the way that the match unfolded, it, it, I agree with you. I think you couldn't see past uh, Hoshoryu. Mm. Going into the fight, I had higher hopes for Kotnawaka. Mm-hmm. Um, both ended day five with one win and three losses. However, yeah. Kotnawaka had won three of the previous four fights against each other. So, you know, on paper, they fought each other and Kotnawaka's always, uh, you know, turned them. Um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't hugely entertaining to watch. I think that's the best yeah. way to put it. Um, I think it was fairly even throughout, as you said. Hoshiryu generally seemed a bit more grounded, I thought. He seemed mm-hmm. a bit more kind of stronger on his feet. Kotnowaka simply tired faster, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he attempted that drive drive towards the ropes, as we said there, but it did backfire and uh, and Kotnowaka ended up losing. So fair win for Hoshiryu there. It was a good victory mm-hmm. for you, I think. And uh, you're always going to take those ones, aren't you? Because oh, yeah, it, definitely. Again, it could have gone either way. Um that then led on to uh, two of your guys going up against each other, Matt, and, and Osho yeah. and Toronto Fuji. He's yet another one where you've got to take on yourself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who I did was, you have I your was... coin on? Who did you have your money on? Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, okay. So, well, you know, coming out of the fact that Osho has not been doing very well, mm-hmm. uh, I was convinced it'd be Toronto Fuji's without a doubt because it's Toronto Fuji. Um, however, and the psychology of this always plays into it. We talk about like, you know, the, the the pressure, the whole, you know, mounting point. I think at that point, 
uh, I could be wrong with this, but I think it was only Fuji and maybe Miyagiru. I'm not sure. There are like two people who were undefeated at that point. Mm. And the match started. Fuji carried on. And the, uh, the Gyoji, the referee, went, oh, no, 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 reset. But Fuji kind of carried on for a few seconds. It was like, almost like, no, I'm, I'm not. Because oh. <laughs> well, if this went down, we're done. I'm going to win this. And yeah. I was just practically out of the, out of the dojo. And he went, nope, it's full start. And they had to restart. And I genuinely think that just got into his head. I think because because at that point, they reset. And Osho kind of just became very scrappy, very energetic, realizing what Terunofuji was basically going to do. He, um, he showed his hand, didn't he, basically? He, he showed his game so, plan. Very much so. so and yeah. that's the kind of thing I... That's why I picked Osho for my group this, because it, in both January and um probably september i imagine not really november um he he can be very scrappy he can be he can be very impressive he comes back and he's got a lot of resilience a lot of personality to him um and that was very much on display here and again he broke that streak um the first person to beat Fuji. and um i would not have seen that coming i thought it would have and again it's frustration for me he's like oh that's fantastic oh wait no that's still one point that doesn't make a difference um but yeah. uh yeah that could that, again as I th- the other day i mentioned about no show against the Sanayama. I said if he gets someone else with that same Tachiai, he would have won. Mm. Turns out it was Fuji he was up against. So yeah, interesting. It is indeed. And you know, following that, leading on to Wakataka Kage of my roster taking on and beating Shodai of my roster. This is the first time I've ever had to put up with two of my guys going against yeah. me. And uh I suddenly realize how much of a pain in the ass it is. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than laughing from afar at both of you <laughs> having to deal with it in previous previous <clears> days. Like <throat> um, Attack Akage defeating Shodai. I mean, look, the, the fact of the matter is, I took a chance on Wakataka Kage based on his general ranking of he's always a top tier uh, Mega Shira and he, he wasn't in January. So go, I took a gamble on him and I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get behind you because I want to see you sort of bounce back from not being around for a while. Yeah. Um, but also being somebody that has been pretty reliable uh, prior to that. Mm. Um, he took on somebody in Shodai that I thought was on, I, I thought he was a surefire thing. He was my top pick, Shodai, you know, in, in, from our roster choices at the very beginning of this. Shodai was my main dude. He was the guy that I was getting behind. He was my leader. Um, he's my Ozeki. And, you know, he entered, he entered today with 2-2, which is kind of, all right, well, hopefully it's just a bit of a, you know, it's one of those, it's 50-50 starter from. Well, he'll hopefully use that as a ground base to propel into space and, and dominate from now on. Um, Waka Taka, though, I mean, he, come, he comes into this fight as with one win and three defeats, but he's already, his previous win was that upset. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. And and he's coming in here with a, yet another one. I mean, it was really interesting. Shodai's won their previous only other encounter, as I would have expected. Um, Shodai initially looked a bit stronger, but Wakataka was moving well again. He's he's moving around well, and he's using people's their strength kind of prowess, if you like, what they would normally how they would normally attack a fight with strength and power. Mm. Waka is moving around them. Uh, and he's he's just kind of, it's just his movement is better than anybody else's on my roster, at least anyway. Just the way he sees what his opponent's about. He knows what they're going to be bringing to the table. I'm going to move around you and, and use my speed against, or my movement against your power. 
Now, that was interesting enough. However, that was enough to start, kind of like put a halt to Shodai's general charge. But out of nowhere, Wakatakas kind of found this superhuman Superman strength that I wasn't <laughs> expecting from him. And he pushed forward with a lot of pace, which I think just completely caught Shodai off guard. I just don't think he was expecting or ready for it whatsoever. You know, Wakataka's doing what you'd have expected. He's dancing around him. Shodai's getting a little bit flustered because he's like, well, I'm here to sort of stand my ground and fight. And then out of nowhere, Waka pushed forward, caught him off guard. Um, and a, a really good, solid win for Wakataka Kage again, and and another upside for Shodai here, who's now you know got three defeats out of the first five days, which is <clears throat> not what you'd be expecting. Um, an interesting one. I was mixed emotions with this. I was really happy for Wakataka Kage, but mm. it's the kind of fight I want Shodai to be winning without much of a problem, and the fact that he didn't win it without much of a problem, the fact that he lost put a bit of a kind of a ooh, um, what does this mean going forward when, you know, I'm relying on you for points. I'm <laughs> I'm relying on Shodai for my sure fire points going forward. He's the he's the the guy in my roster who I'm like, depending on how, how the others do, I don't really know how some of them are gonna do. Um Shodai is the guy I'm relying on more than anybody else to at least get me a point. And he's not performing how I want him to at this point in time on day five an interesting day nonetheless at the end of day five i finished the day on two wins and three losses hog finishes on three wins and two losses and as does matt three wins and two losses leads us nicely into day six which is an interesting one Uh, from my roster kotnowaka beat midora fuji takiyasu beat mitakumi shodai (laughs) lost to macy Hogs stable. Tobizaru beats Tochinoshin. Great victory for Tobizaru there. Yeah, he had to, he got around the back of him. That was <laughs> yeah. amazing, wonderful, wasn't it? Yeah, what yeah, like snuck around, <laughs> snuck around the back of him and just pushed him out. Yeah, it was great that fight. You were slink, as we've said before, <laughs> <laughs> in a nice way. Um, Daesho lost to Takarafuji, and Takakisho defeated Shimanumi. Uh, and Matt stable. Toronofuji defeated. Kirabayama and Anosho lost at Takanosho. Mm. Now, going into the sort of uh, first major general fight between us of the day, which was uh, my dude, um, Turagisho, who, I'll be honest, I've, I'd kind of given up on <laughs> by this point. Yeah. He's been utter, utter cack. Um, <laughs> to be honest, so far, he hasn't really done very much for me whatsoever. Um Saying that, he's taking on Toretto Yoshi from, from Hog's team here. And he beat him against the odds for me. Yeah. Toretto Yoshi has entered the day with 3 2, you know, three wins and two defeats. Surigisho, I couldn't have put it any more eloquently that I haven't really been really a fan so far. He's had one win and four defeats. Um, Surigisho, interestingly enough, um, has won seven compared to uh, Toretsu Yoshi's five of their previous 12 encounters. Mm. So Surigisho's only just got the upper hand there, you know, but it's a fairly equal background where they both fought each other 12 times, which is interesting. Um, But again, though, uh, you've got to go with the form at this point on day six, 
previous encounters don't, you, you know, really mean that much when you get into this kind of, you know, day six, when you've got people's form to look on. So when you've got Toretsu Yoshi on 3-2 and Suragisho on 1-4, and four, the odds fall towards uh, Toretsu Yoshi, as far as I'm concerned here. I'd be expecting him to, to get the win here. But ultimately, it was a great sidestep by uh, Suragisho to push, uh, to push Toretsu Yoshi out basically using his momentum against him. However, however, mm. the referee gave the win to Toretsu Yoshi as Turagisho fell simultaneously. <laughs> a monoe was called for, but the replay seemed to show that Toretsu Yoshi's foot hit outside the ring before Turagisho hit the deck. But instead of reversing the decision, they called the Toranashi. The fight mm. restarted, which I initially said, Bullshit. <laughs> because that replay clearly showed my dude to get the win there. Um, mm. But no, we've got to go for a rematch. And uh, to be fair, it didn't matter in the end. <laughs> yeah. Because Suriki didn't let it phase him. He picked up, uh, he, he found his strength, picked up Toretsu Yoshi and just walked him over to the rope and said, yep. do one, son, yeah. for, for a really easy Yurikori win. I mean, I can only say to that, I mean, I know I've kind of rambled a lot there, but good, because <laughs> I was about ready to blow a gasket. I know you hadn't seen it at that point, Matt, but I texted Matt and said, fuck's sake! <laughs> <You know? laughs> yep, There's yep. no way that's a Turanoshi. Like, that that was clearly well, a, a reversal for me. But Matt, Matt disagreed. Matt thought it should, yeah. I think Matt disagreed and thought it should have been a replay. Yeah, um, as I'm sure you did as well, to... Hog. Yeah. <laughs> When it's yeah, too close to call, it's not... suddenly safer sometimes just to go, no, I mean, we're talking about like, you know, a millisecond either way, like, eh, just do it again. Mm. What do you well, reckon, Hog? Well, <laughs> you know, obviously, I want my name etched on that uh, <laughs> cup in your, Sabutio egg cup that you've got up in Newcastle. That's all right. But, um, I I mean, you know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be unbiased here, man, but I do actually think that it, it was so close. And I think what you were saying about their previous record uh, between the two fighters, I think that that's a good backdrop for, for the actual fight. Because it was, wasn't it? You're right. It was, it was close, man. It was really close. And actually, when I looked at the, the replay, I was like, actually, did Teruto Yoshi? I don't know. Is it, it? But yeah, I think when he went back to the rematch, I think, like you say, uh, Suragisho just picked him up and drop kicked him out of the uh, stadium. I think that was the right result in the end, mate. It, so there you go. I know I appreciate that because I I think it was from from my honest opinion. Looking at the replay, you know, I've got I can sit at home on the armchair watching the replay <laughs> over and over again. I do believe personally that Toretsu Yoshi did touch first, yeah. only just maybe. It was close. I think what it is is that when you see these monoes sometimes, the when the the ref's verdict is uh, overruled. Um, I've seen them overruled for far less and far closer calls. I think that's what it is. When you, it's like the, it's yeah. like when you're watching footy or something. When you, that was over the line, um, yeah. you don't need to go to the 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 review cam. That was clearly over the line. However. For this one, I think that um, it was the fair result at the end. I just didn't expect it to be so emphatic in that replay for him just to pick him up and walk him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that was true. I do like the way in sumo, though, that when these decisions are made, these kind of controversial decisions, it's, there's no, like, 
It's not like in football where they're like all ganging around the ref and fucking, you know, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They're just like, take the decision. You know what yeah, I mean? The respect like, there. There's, the no, there's no McEnroe who comes out and says, oh, no. They, they, all the, so, all the, all the sewer goes, at best, you get someone go, ah, and that's about it. See, <laughs> I, I wanted to see <laughs> Tourette's Yoshi just go, you what? And then run over and volley his bucket of salt all over, all <laughs> oh, over the oh, front row. All over, the, all over the, all over the ghost lady. And yeah, the, uh, yeah, exactly. Or someone neck that whole bucket of power water on the side of the ring. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, brilliant. just pull the whole ring down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kick all the bales of salt all over. I mean, we say that Terran Fuji the day prior when the Gyoji said, "No, no, you got to restart." I was like, "You what?" He looked like he was going to punch him in the face. It, yeah. it looked. It's the closest anybody's ever got to raising an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from um, Takakesha, who does the Elvis eyebrow all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly in Elvis mode, though, isn't he? You know, caught <laughs> in a trap. Um, <laughs> but um, that leads us on to uh, Matt's battle against himself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Love yeah. the idea of that. Uh, Oshiryu and uh, Chiyotaryu. Yeah, and again, another annoying day where you have to fight yourself. And to be fair, the sooner you get these out of the way, the better. Um, but it, it was a frustrating one because... Chitaru tried for something, and it looked like it's sort of like a top slap down. You take the not the top knot because if you do that, that's very illegal. But just going for the, the head and just a bit of a, a leap up forward, put your weight down and push the shoulders down so that your opponent, who's already trying to keep low, falls to the ground and gravity takes it from there. Problem is, Hoshoryu is quite um, quite balanced through the whole thing, and because of the tachi. Uh, Chitaru sort of lost his balance. He went for almost like a leap into it, but because he was in the air, because he was in that you know raised form, as I mentioned earlier, the more vertical you are, the more you got working against you. So at this point, he used to try for something, realized it wasn't working, but at that point it was far too late, and Hoshoryu just pushed him out of the of the dojo. And yeah, I I, I commend him for trying something. Put it that way, because of of my stable, Chitaru is the the lowest ranking. Um, not necessarily the lowest performing, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was fine. Again, as I say, it's one of those whoever wins, it's one point. Hoshoryu winning makes more sense because he's slightly higher ranking. It's like yeah, this is if I had to predict beforehand, it's kind of how I assumed it would have gone. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting one to say the yeah. very very least. I mean, what more can you do than that? Really, it was a it was what's the best way to say it. It was it was expected based on as yeah. you say, Chiyotaru yeah. kind of being, you know, it's the same as my Surugi show. Simple as that, really. It's mm. a very similar situation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, from there though, we go into Hog is uh, deciding to face against himself this time round with uh, Takara Fuji defeating Daeshio. Daeshio, mate, what's going on? Uh, yeah, he's just not doing it, is he? I mean, he, uh, um, he did have the win the day before. Uh, against Mitakumi, uh, but that was his first win, and then he's he's obviously lost again to, to Karafuji. It was a it was a close battle though, so um, I'm just hoping as things progress, uh, Daisho just comes back into it a little bit more. Um, he's just got to keep going, you know what I mean? I I don't think there's anything he's doing that's particularly wrong. It's just he's just not having the rub of the green at the moment. I don't think. Yeah, it's it happens. It's one of those things. It's like me uh, and I think my it's relationship just, with Shodai. You know, it's, yeah, it's exactly it, the same it, as my relationship with Shodai at the moment. 
it, it's just again with these two, like with uh, Karafuji and, and Daesho, it's like splitting hairs with with that fight. I thought it was yeah. like really, really close, you know. Um, and and the other thing is, you know, right at the beginning with Daesho, obviously because he won last time, they put him up straight away against Hakaho. So it's yeah. just like you know, just straight away, just give him the hardest fight, uh, just to just to prove him, just to see what he's like, you know, just to put him put him on the treadmill kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I he's like, indeed. yeah, I just think I don't know. I think it'll, it will start coming into it in the second half because uh, he'll have the easier fights. You see, yeah. he'll have the easier opponents. That's what I'm hoping for sure, Di. I'm hoping it's um, you know. Uh, a bit of hard graft at the beginning, and a bit of a slow burner who will turn around in, in uh, week two. So I'm, I'm with you on that. And I've got faith in Daesho, um, especially after January's performance. We'll see, but fingers crossed. Um, that leads us into the final match of day six, where Matt and uh, Asanayama take on myself and Wakataka Kage. Mm-hmm. Um, Asanayama got the victory, so over to you, Matt. Yeah, it was it was kind of a lot going into it, really, because Wakataka Kage, being, again, uh, a fairly high-ranking Maegashira, had beaten the two of the three Ozekis at that point. So we talk about mm-hmm. that pressure of who's next, who's on form, who's doing what, and the Ozekis are being taken out by someone, what, like eight places below them, is problematic. So yeah. it was like, is this going to be his you know, clean sweep at the top? Um, thankfully not. Asanayama, right from the Tachiai, slammed into Wakataka Kage, uh, just straight under his armpits, then to the Mawashi, and just pushed him out of the, of the Dokyo. It was very much a, uh, a domination. It's just very, I, mean, I, I think, that it, I'm not saying Wakataka, did, Wakataka Kage did badly, it was just that I think he, he was did. very out. <laughs> <laughs> but he did, yeah. Uh, no, he was, he, was, he was just outmatched, unfortunately. Um, I don't know how you can counter that, because again, much bigger man, much heavier man, much more experienced man. And he's coming at you and he knows exactly how to take advantage of what you've done because he's seen everything you've done the previous yep. few days, how you've taken advantage of uh, Takakesho and Shodai. And just like, well, I'll lift you. And once I get a good grip and you start going for an inside thing, I'll go down to the Mawashi because I've got a longer grip than you. And I will at that point made a, a little distance which you already had and then just lift you out. And that's, was it really? Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. It was what it was. Uh, Asanyama made very short work of him. Um, he, he caught him before he could start dancing around, yes. basically. Wakataka didn't put his dancing shoes on uh, for this one. <laughs> he, he couldn't circle him. He, like Asanayama mm. caught him before yeah. he could start making that movement. And as you said, it's because he'd, he'd watched his previous fights. Mm-hmm. Complete mismatch of power, really. Um, yep. It's an interesting one because Asanayama entered the day on f- uh, four wins and one defeat. Obviously, now that's five wins uh, yeah. by the end of this day. And Wakataka was on two and three. Uh, is two wins being upsets against bigger and badder dudes. So mm. I think there was the hope for some people that he might be the upset king, you know? It might be that kind of uh, situation with Wakataga. Mm. Um, and Waka was also victorious in their only other encounter as well, going into this. So it's, you know, it's it's mm. a, it's a mm. good win for Asunayama. It's it's a nice notch, you know, uh, on his belt. Yeah. Who's uh, now... Uh, finishing day six quite high up the leaderboard, which was yeah. fantastic to see. At the end of day six as well, I finished with three wins and two losses. Hog finished on three wins and two losses. And as did Matt, three wins and two losses. Mm-hmm. Very interesting heading into day seven. Um, yeah. yeah. Mark, can I just quickly say about day six? Uh, you can, please do. Takayasu versus mm. Mitakumi. Yeah. That was brilliant. 
brilliant fight with a throw that um, Takayasu yeah, mm. on Mitsukumi. Yeah, and then there's there's he, he he like threw him right out of the ring. Oh, it was a launch. It was an absolute, yeah. absolute yeah. launch. It's honestly, if there's any viewers, like just watch that. And then afterwards, <laughs> the look on Takayasu's face. Honestly, I was bad crying. I was crying laughing. It was like <laughs> I don't think he realised how. I think he kind of. You know, sometimes when you do something and you don't realise your own strength. Yes, yes. It was like one of those moments. It was great. You've got to think by this point, Takiyasu's starting to stamp his feet a bit as well. Like yeah, I good, think he's he? he's been. I think that the 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 light hasn't been shone on him very much, so to speak. Like he's yeah. kind of like he's that guy who's. I mean, as we get as we go through, we'll we'll we'll. Uh, We'll discuss where he is in the leaderboard, mm. but he's sneaking up, and people aren't really that aware, I think, um, of of how dominant he's being. Well, because he's part he's Wookie, absolutely... isn't he? He's part <laughs> Wookie, so he's bound to be strong. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. absolutely smashing. He's got it, a light dusting of hair all over his body. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's loving it. He's loving life. I think it's fair to say. Uh, as we head into day seven, um, speaking of day seven. On my roster, Kotonowaka lost to Tamawashi. Wakataka Kage defeated. He's one of them. He's like a roller coaster, that kid. Yeah, he defeated Miyagiryu uh, and Shodai. Thankfully, beat Shimanumi, which was nice to see. Give me some hope. Um, from Hog's roster, Tretsu Yoshi beat uh, Hidanumi. Tobazaru defeated Ichinojo. Uh, Daeshio defeated Takanosho. And Takakisho lost to Maisi, which was a bit of a shock for me personally. I thought I thought you were on for a clean sweep there, Hog, to be honest, yeah. until that fight. Um, with other, Matt. Sorry, go one, Matt. Again, sorry, uh, just to cut in again. The other so, one, the other thing is on day seven, uh, yeah. Tobizaru versus Ichi Nojo. Yeah. Amazing face slap. <laughs> <laughs> again, yeah. just watch if the folks listening at home, like, watch that one. It's a beautiful slap. It was a proper, it was a proper clatter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely clattered him. Smash that, yeah. Do you want, do you want some new teeth? You're getting some. Um, <laughs> no, I agree fully. Uh, going into Matt's uh, results, Hosho Yuryu defeated Aiyama. Anosho lost to Hokota Fuji. Torena Fuji defeated Mitakumi. And Asanayama lost to Kiribayama which takes us into the first uh, fight of ours of the day, which is Chiateriu of Matt's stable defeating my Suragisho. And I mean, at this stage, it's like <laughs> clash of who cares. I think probably, you know what I mean? Clash of the Wombles. This point, you know what I mean? You've, uh, these two lads have been knocking about on Wimbledon Common, mm-hmm. uh, picking up a bit of litter, not doing much else with the days, really, leading up to day seven. I'm being harsh, but I think it's also fair that both lads here, uh, you know, we've mentioned it previously that we weren't really expecting much. For me, Suragi show going to this was my unknown quantity. Um, Whatever I get out of him, if I get any wins, I'll be happy. I'm not Mm. expecting anything from him. I'm being harsh on him because I do like, I like the way he looks. (laughs) But his performances have been a bit lacklustre. But um, but I'll, I'll hand this one over to you, Matt, to discuss the first part of this fight scene as uh, I mean, Kitoro yeah. took the win. It was over in a couple of seconds, wasn't it? It was yeah. it was literally a very clean, decisive win. The Tachai, I mean, if you think about what a Tachai is, in, in sort of almost like rugby terms with a scrum, you sort of pound into each other. But again, there will always be a force of, do you do, as I mentioned, not my mic there, as I did previously, where it was a Sanayama uh, 
grabbing Wakatakage and just taking control of it, or do you bounce off each other? And I think that was very much in a split second what happened here. Um, Chitari bounced off Tsurugisho, but rather than um, you know, then just going back at it again, Chitari just took advantage of the situation and just slapped him down to the ground, and that was it. It was it was over literally a couple of seconds, just boof and off down. Oh, that's it, all done. And I, I don't did... know if that comes down to any sort of skill or uh, ability, because again three straight losses from Chiotari a few days before, but Sergei show has been fairly so... Absolutely yeah. shite is, uh, yeah, is, yeah. is the technical term <laughs> to call it... Uh, yeah, to, the I official mean, sumo terminology is yeah, shite. <laughs> it really is. It's a... Uh, <laughs> It's um, I mean, they both entered day seven with uh, mm. two losses and four wins. Uh, sorry, yeah, two wins and four losses. Um, not great stats, but you know, you can bounce back from them. I just don't see sure. either of them hugely bouncing back at this stage. I hope they both prove me wrong. But uh, and um, it's fairly equal as well because uh, your dudes won three of their last five encounters. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Suragisho's not really shown me what he's made of, and I really want him to. I really want him to turn around. I'm hoping my uh, my my talk and smack about him is uh <laughs> going to get through and we're going to see an absolutely dramatic improvement in week two i really do i'd love to see that more than anything mm-hmm. else but it wasn't happening on day seven because uh you 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 pulled his pants down in three seconds <laughs> so it was as simple as that three seconds game over yeah. moving on to the next fight <laughs> it's nothing very much so, very much so. um uh, it was uh, actually my Takayasu taking on Hogs Takarafuji and uh, and Takayasu. We've mentioned him before. Mm. He's still he's still showing what he's worth. He's um yeah, he's a beast. Fire, he? He's an absolute beast. They've had, believe it or not, lads, they've had twenty seven battles before this. These two lads, mm. Takayasu and Takarafuji, have fought each other twenty seven times. Um, and my Komasubi there has won eighteen of those twenty seven fights. Um, it's a you know they know each other. I think it's fair to yeah, say, yeah. like an old uh, couple, aren't they? You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> they were like an old couple where one of them's uh, where one of them's had uh, a stronger week. <laughs> I think it's fair to say. <laughs> so yeah, Takayasu has won five of the last six days, and uh, Takarafuji's only won one of the previous six days. Yeah. Um, saying that. Very equal standoff for the first two minutes. <laughs> like, like yeah. the the length of the start of this fight, if you like, you know, up until the dying embers, was just them two. You, it was just two oxes. When you know when you see like deers on yeah. David Attenborough programs where their antlers <laughs> yeah. kind of latch, and that neither of them are moving. They're both pushing with absolute force, but they're not going anywhere. They're like, they're yeah. glued to the floor, no matter how, the harder they fight against it, the harder they stand and still, if you get what I mean. Like, they're not going anywhere. Um, nothing really happened for literally, I, I went back and timed it, and it was over, legitimately, 120 seconds. Yeah. Where neither of them were moving at all, but they I, were trying. I think it goes back to what we were saying, like, um, a little while back about when we were talking about Tobizaru and the, and the longevity of, of sumo wrestlers. And I think um, this this one kind of demonstrates it, where it just looked really sluggish, didn't it? Yeah. And um, Takara Fuji... went down to who, who was going to tie her first. And it, yeah, it took them yeah, yeah I was going to say, Takara Fuji just didn't have the legs, did he? He just yeah. he fatigued. <laughs> he fatigued first. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And there's, you know, it all went down after two minutes of a stalemate. It went down to the last five seconds of actual movement, mm. um, where anything happened. 
and Takayasu just tips to Karafuji for the win, as you say. What a stalemate it was, though. Like it was like a game of chess. Sometimes I, I don't mind watching those kind of fights where they're where, where they're in a long grapple for a while, but then other times I'm, you know, I just like this one. I was just like, oh, just something happened. Hurry up! <laughs> Hurry up! Yeah. Uh, long battles, I'm I'm all for providing things happen and movement happens and you know if they kind mm. of one of them pushes the other one to the rope and then they kind of end back in the middle again you know that that deserves the crowd applause because somebody's getting the upper hand pushing somebody it's like a tug of war isn't it you know yeah uh, somebody's getting pushed one way then they get their foot and then push back the other way to, to back in the center again but it didn't happen either they were both literally stood still it almost can go, it can honestly it can go on longer than that as well mark you know Absolutely. they could be, be stood there for minutes sometimes just like pushing and pulling against each other that's it. So that, that I think... sounds really sick, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was an interesting way to end day seven. Put it that way, it's a strange way for us to end our our, our um, fights. With uh, the end of day seven, I finished on three wins and two losses. Hog finished on three wins and two losses, and Matt again three wins and two losses. It's fairly mm. equal pointage being shared out for the last couple of days here. Leading in, chaps, gentlemen, squires, to today. Day oh, eight. Nice and get in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> the day could go my mantelpiece. <sighs> um, what a day, depending on who you speak to. <laughs> we'll get the uh, the pleasantries out of the way. Um, my stable, Suragisho, good old Suragisho. I never, I never put, you know, count against him. You know, I, I'm always <laughs> really highly speaking of Suragisho. He's, he's your boy, such a legend. my boy. Um, he defeated Ayama, the um. The, the dude off um, Dumb and Dumber. Um, <laughs> good old uh, indigestion problems. Um, Kotonowaka defeated Okanumi. And Shodai defeated Kiribayama. So it's a good, strong start from my first three fights. I was very happy with that. Um, going on to Hogs, Takarafuji lost to Mitakumi. Takakisho defeated Miragiriu, which is a great win, obviously, for Takakisho there. Oh, and with Matt... Uh, Chiyoteriu, <laughs> obviously Matt's boy, Chiyoteriu defeated uh, Kotoeko, and uh, Hoshoryu lost to Tamawashi. And then we get into where things get interesting. And uh, uh, starting with Hog, where Turotsu Yoshi was up against Tobizaru Hog, two of your yeah. dudes going at each other again. Yeah, yeah, two smaller fighters as well. Like these are, I kind of like watching those types of types of fights. Uh, and uh, Turotsu Yoshi won. Um, and and this is an, a classic example of Tobizaru. He seems to be better in this tournament against the bigger fighters. Um, when he's mm. kind of uh, nipping around attempted grabs, and and like I was saying before, when he's fighting defensively, he seems more effective. Here he got caught in a kind of grappling match with Tarutsu Yoshi, and um, he's a little tank, isn't he, Tarutsu Yoshi? You know, if you if you if he gets a charge on, I think. Um, I think you you come you come unstuck a little bit, um, yeah. So so yeah, so Yoshi had that one. It was a good fight. It was a very solid fight. Um, I always feel sorry for Topazaru because again, as we said before, we we want him to do well because because he's a nice lad. <laughs> and also, he's at this point, he's at day eight. He's sneaking up the ranks. You he's know, doing really right. he he's doing all right. He's doing all right. And you he's, get, he's up there now. You know, he's he's. Uh, and then I thought. When he got into this fight, I was like, oh, come on, son. If he wins this, he, he, he'd be flying. But, yeah, you know, he, he stumbled today. But, you know. What can you do sometimes? One he's of still those. a good lad. I'll still go for a coffee with him. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy, him, I'll buy him a bag of popcorn. 
<laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> uh, next, into my uh, fighter, Wakataka Kage, defeated Onosho oh, from Matt God. Stable. Yeah. I think it's fair to say this is where it gets interesting uh, for both me and Matt on uh, day eight. Now, uh, Wakataka Kage is three and four going into day eight. Onosho is two and five. Mm. So both of them, you know, on the losing spell, um, but can easily turn it around. Anosho has uh, defeated Wakataka in their two previous encounters. But going into the fight, though, I mean, simply put, a lovely, lovely sidestep from Wakataka Kage from at the very beginning there. That kind of initial... Anosho comes steamrolling out with a bit of momentum. Um, and Wakataka does what we've saw, seen in, in previous battles that we were talking about against the other Ezekis earlier on in the week where he uses his kind of movement more than anyone. I'm not going to say pace as such, but more movement. Mm, mm. He's a clever mover. He's a mover and a shaker, you know. He, he moves around people and uses <laughs> their general, um, their power against them, you know. Yes. And, and and I think it's fair to say what's happened here against Anosho. He's used, he's used Anosho's momentum against him. He's, um, he's sidestepped very nicely for a very quick Oshidashi victory, Matt. Yeah, I think it's that classic um, 80s kung fu judo kind of um, mindset, especially in films, which is just let, you know, let, let all their energy come to you and you just deflect it, just move yeah. it away. And it, as you're right, it was literally just a half step, just something. And then uh, Wakataka Kage trapping Anosha's right arm. And, and it becomes almost like a slingshot because he's nowhere to yeah. go. So he just turns around and he's then just spun just a little bit. And as I mentioned before, you're, if you're not straight on, you are really in trouble unless you can do something. And he just rinsed through him. No balance from a no-show straight out. It was, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was, it was not pretty. I believe uh, Bruce Lee described it as the art of fighting without fighting. Yes, exactly. He did exactly indeed. Right. Yes. And, uh, you know, who better to take on the role in uh, the next Fist of Fury film or the next Big Boss film rather than Wakataka Kage. I mean, <laughs> you had a fighting without fighting. Indeed. It's, he's, it's, he's a, now. <laughs> it's, it's clear, isn't it? It's clear. Um, no, um, a wonderful win for Waka for me. I'm really happy with that. He's obviously gone 4-4 by date, which is, for me, a Fine. great position to be if you want to turn it around. Uh, sorry, yes. going into day yes. nine. Um, a great, great position to be going into day nine, following day, being on 4-4. I can't really ask for more than that. Um from from a fighter at the moment, I'm hoping it's the, it's what's going to turn it around for him, where he's not just going to be like deemed as a bit of an upset king. I want him I want him to get something behind him in the general fights as well. Um, but you know what I mean? He's up there. He was I think he's ranked number mm. one or number two. Mega Shira, I can't remember off the top of my head, but he's up there. He's there or thereabouts. Mm. So he's always going to get tough fights. He's always going to get ranked. He's always going to get pitted against those higher ranking uh, Rikishis. Yeah. So. It's going to be interesting to see what comes because I think it's fair to say he's he's fought against the the, the higher ranked dudes now. So once you've got the Ezekis out the way, which he kind of has, yeah, he's going to be fighting a lot more against the general pool of Mega Shearers. Um, it's always the hope you can get you hope, you hope you get the the hard bounce out first, do yeah. as best you can, and then you can sort of not not coast but do all right. But then there are so many occasions like oh well this this is like no you know nine differences between them in terms of the standing. It'll yeah. be fine. Oh no, he's come from nowhere. What the hell is this? It's, it's the underestimating the. That's uh, right. And there's opponent. a couple of fighters who are mid ranked who are doing that at the moment. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, but no, it was a it was an interesting fight, and I was quite happy with that one. You know, I'll take that win for Wakataka. Um. That goes into 
mine and Matt's next fight, um, which yeah. again, I mean, this was an interest. This was an interesting one. This was a very interesting one because Takiyasu, this is where we're seeing the making of for me. He, um, today, Takiyasu uh, defeated Matt's Torena Fuji. Mm-hmm. Now, Torena Fuji is on six and one. I believe, going into this fight. That is correct. Now, obviously, as is Takiyasu, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's been highlighted as much when you watch the shows. You know, Torena Fuji's got more of a spotlight on him because I think people are expecting him to make that stepping stone. You know, people are yeah, yeah. more focused on him, whereas Takiyasu's almost snuck up through there. He's on 6-1 and one too, as a Komasubi. Um, Torena Fuji has, um, interestingly enough, only won seven of their last 18 encounters. Mm. I mean, Takiyasu's won 11 of their last last uh, 18 battles. So, you, you, in, in fairness, you've got to sort of say that Takiyasu's weirdly like the unexpected favourite. He's the favourite on paper to win this fight. Yes. But I, I just wouldn't have classed him as that for some reason. I would have, my gut instinct would have gone, would have been to have gone with Toronto Fuji maybe because he's getting more of the, the attention, I suppose. It's fair to say, maybe. Mm. Um, either way, what a bloody fun battle this was. Yeah. Like, I just thought both lads here looked, they were constantly uh, looking to turn using force and power. They were constantly looking to move. They were constantly just trying and giving it some go. And uh, I just think that Takiyasu was a bit more on the front foot with this. I think he, he, I think his foot positioning was right from the start, which which gave him a bit more of an advantage when it came to those kind of force and power battle. He held his ground better, um, and he pushed Torino Fuji out of the ring for an impressive uh, Yorokiri. I think that's, I don't know what more I can add than that. I thought they no, were both very strong, uh, but Takiyasu yeah. just looked like he had better footing on the day. I, I would only add that, um, yeah, Torino Fuji held on for a long time. It he was a uh, bit did. back and forth, uh, but I think it came down to some very clever sumo from Takayasu. Specifically, as I mentioned before, using the thing that Terano Fuji is weakest with, which is his his knees and his back foot, because I mentioned he's bound up quite a lot. And it's like, if you can get him to turn slightly, he's literally, he's got one foot, I think it's like the left foot mostly dug in, the right foot mostly on the back foot, and he's being turned ever so slightly. You can't turn, I mean, anyone who's ever had anything like a break or a twist or, or a fracture of any sorts, the, you know, Sometimes grounding yourself isn't the problem. The pressure of, you know, the weight's not necessarily the problem. It's when you turn yourself and you twist something. And I think Takayasu's whole um, strategy, shall we say, is basically just to keep constantly twisting. And that just... Terran Fuji couldn't, the, the, couldn't get the grounding in, couldn't get the, uh, any sort of, you know, power or, or um, stability to himself. So by the time he was at the dojo, the, sorry, the corner of the rice bale, it wasn't that he was, like, pushed out. Such. He was like, no, I, I can't, I can't. And it was like... Yeah, was, yeah. I don't want to say gave up, but it's like he realized that I can't pull this back without doing damage to myself. I have to stop, which I think is why he's very smart. But Takayasu's um, strategy, which again, by the way, not to put too many spoilers on on today's results, Takayasu is now the lead. He is yes. now ahead of everybody, which nobody would have predicted from the start going into week week two, um, but deservedly so. I think he he very much played it very smart, very cleverly, and. Um, yeah, I, I think he has potential to. Pass. I don't want to say he's going to win this, but I know. it's possible. It's possible. 
he's he's shown a lot of grit, determination. He's shown yeah, yeah. what what he's shown is he's. I think he's. What's what's the best way to describe it? He's hairy. almost like the unpredictable <laughs> winner. Yes. He's, he's hairy, man. He's the unpredictable <laughs> winner, whereas people aren't... like There isn't a really obvious style he's bringing to the table, which yeah. leaves him a bit unpredictable. But, uh, like, you know, he isn't... Uh, Takakisho, you know what his style is. You know what I mean? He's not like a Takakage, you know what his style is. You know what he goes for. Mm. He's, he's, he's at the top of the chart, and he is still a bit... Not, not an unknown quantity, that's not fair to say, but he brings more than the obvious to the table. Yeah. Which so, means it's... it's, enough- it's Taruna Fuji as well, I've noticed a couple of times, he's got this little thing that he'll try and do where he'll get, he'll try and put the double arm lock on you. Yeah. And then he'll, he'll have you, he'll have both your arms kind of locked in. Yeah. And then he, then he can manoeuvre you out the ring, out of the, out of the dojo. Yeah. If you can, again, it's the same with Takakesho. If you can, if you can get around that and get around the side of him, then that's where, that's where his weakness is, I think. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a little strange little uh, uh, parallel here for a second, just to, to draw upon filmmaking of all things there are directors who have such distinct styles and you say oh well i know i, I know a um you know a, a tim burton film it's easy to point at tim but or a christopher nolan film really easy to identify that it's like what about a ron howard film you're like the guy that did like apollo 13 and stuff and <laughs> and solo and like, yeah tons tons of movies can you tell me like three distinct things he does like you know, or shot styles scripts no not really i think takas is a very similar kind of guy he's very capable and the kind of thing that would be very dependable from a studio side of things or, or from a stable side of things is like he doesn't have one style, which makes him very hard to read, I think. So I think yeah. it's that Richie Cunningham. I'll never forget that. Style. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, though, regardless of any of that, I mean, it can only get better in your next fight, Matt, because it's mm. your Asanayama taking on Daesho, um from Hog. Oh, but no. <laughs> It can only get better, but it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, that was shocking. The last yeah. fight of the day is uh, Hogs Daesho defeating Matt Asanayama. Yeah, you. you know, this is kind of like uh, tapping into what I'm saying about Daesho. Like, he's he keeps coming out fighting, you know what yeah. I mean? He's still, yeah, and to, he, he, he just overwhelmed uh, Asanayama uh, today. Just it. it it felt like watching the the old Daesho from the last tournament. So I'm hoping yeah, yeah. as it comes, as it kind of progresses, he's going to come into the fold. I mean, you got to remember as well. Am I right in thinking Asanayama? He was like, it was only a few days ago where it was like, hang on, this guy can like clearly win it. And yes, he, yeah. there's just there's just so many question marks hanging over the head of like um, a handful of the rickshi mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I think these two uh, are, are two of those fighters, really. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. It was, I mean, the Tacho was fine. It was they both sort of met, but at that point, it was like a Yama didn't really. I mentioned about being, you know, clever with uh, with Onosho and like, oh, hang on, I know what to do here. I know how to adapt. He didn't here he, at all. He just sort of both thought, well, while he was trying to calculate what to do next, Daesho had sort of like a second charge. And then launched his hand so high up into uh, Sanayama's chin, jaw, and, and neck that it, again gives you that 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 verticality that that uh, stood up weight, as it were. And then from there, just almost almost just choke slammed him out of the dojo into then yeah. just a nasty fall. And it, 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 we should point this out: the dojo being a big clay ring that they build literally from scratch uh, at the start of Eribasho, and 
if you ever think to yourself, that ah, can't be that bad, you're just like falling off a step. Stand on your own bed and think about being pushed out by a bloke who is what, like, you know, um, something like 160, 170 kilos or whatever it is. And you're yeah. like, you're going to fall and it's going to hurt. And it's falling onto wood or stone. Is it? It's, it's, it's not comfortable. So, yeah, I, I, I think to start with, absolutely anybody's game with it. But within a couple of seconds, Dyer shows something must have snapped him or something because he turned around entirely. And yeah, just uh, an amazing victory for him. I think that I can't really add anything else to that because I've had a brilliant day. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been my worst day so far. Where, hate... where does that where does that leave us all in the league? Well, this, this is oh. what the situation is. Before we get onto that, <laughs> what I want to just mention is we want a little speech is, from uh, from Fox first. <laughs> I'd like to thank the academy, and uh... <laughs> I've earned this after my day one, where I had zero wins and five losses. How the yeah. tables turn, Bonnie lad. Um, five wins and zero losses today for me, which That's is impressive. It's impressive. I'm very happy with that. Hog, three wins, two losses. Matt, okay. one. Uh, win and four losses today. Oh. I think you struggled today, but I mean, you know, none of you have hit my depth yet of um, of of hell uh, of day one. <laughs> rock yet. bottom. Yeah, rock bottom. Um, but it's been an interesting one. It's been like, it, it caught me yeah. by surprise. I mean, clearly it caught me by surprise. I couldn't believe what I was watching and, and the joy. You don't understand the joy I had in my face. <laughs> I was like, I was like a child in a toy shop after COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was absolutely mint. But in terms of where we stand on uh, the end of day, because let's be honest, yesterday I was, I was, you know, it was no one, nowhere near. Um, at the end of day eight, it's really interesting what a day makes. That's what I'm going to say. This because mm -hmm. anything, mm -hmm. anything can change. And I'll, I'll put this in perspective now. So Matt at the end of day eight is on 21 points. Now bear in mind, there's what 307 competitors. In the actual game itself, in the Kashi Clash game, there's uh, 307 competitors. Matt is on 21 points, which puts him in joint 61st place. Ooh. I, after today, I'm on 21 points. Ooh. And I'm joint with Matt on 61 yeah. position. Um, Hog is what? You're on, you're at 124 position. <laughs> you're on, you're but but the thing is what's interesting about that you're on 19 points mate you're yeah, only three so points close. behind yeah, yeah. and also, also can, I just, can i just add to this as well yeah. like after day two how many did you say in the league 307 yeah yeah i was 304th yeah on day two <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll take mid table obscurity oh you're damn right <laughs> on day one i was 307 <laughs> i was the only person on day one not to win a fight out of 307 people <laughs> dead last and the feeling of being able to, yeah you're damn right i mean god today if i had have lost one fight today i'd have been around the 100 nod mark so it just goes yeah. to show you how That's fragile close. the point systems are it's so close uh our friend uh stew mr ashens oh yeah how's he doing Stumo Stumo, who's never watched a, a fight in his life. <laughs> <laughs> is he, I bet he's, he's still beating me. He, no, he's he's, uh, he's not actually. He's, he's on 18 points. So he's a point behind you. He dropped some points ah. today. So he's on 164th. So, so far, the lads who watch Sumo are edging the, the dude who's who doesn't watch it. Just. Um, 
Unfortunately for uh, Apple Scruffs, uh, Matt's uh, better half. Yeah, yeah. She's Brilliant. having a difficult one. She's it's very unfair because one of her fighters was uh, ranked injured, so she can only get four points maximum a day anyway. That's right. Uh, she's on um, fourteen points overall so far, purely because she's losing obvious points from not having a competitor, which is unfair. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Um, the she other person, sorry, go on. Four, no, so she did get four today. So she got the, her of, of the four competitors that are currently still in. She got all four, and she was very happy with that. Can um, imagine. But she's yeah. got two two goose eggs at one point, and she, she's so angry. So, yeah. so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm not in your house. <laughs> yeah, it's very tense at times. <laughs> uh, what I will say is a kind of an extra person to add to this mix is a gentleman who's hopefully going to be joining us next week by the name of Ollie. Yeah. Now, he's quite big in the NATO, uh, you know, NATO, the, uh, the sumo fan who uploads a lot of information regarding... Uh, sumo wrestling he's uh one of his mods on discord and he uploads a lot of general sumo info big fan as we are and, and he's a really good dude um he's doing bloody brilliant at the moment he's currently joint second uh, <laughs> but saying right, that stato uh, clearly a stato uh, anyway, <laughs> well. uh, saying that though he's still only on 25 points so Point being, there's still everything in it. It's not like nothing can be won. All it takes is one solid day, much like I had today, to chuck yeah. you up ridiculous positions. You know, in the space of a day, 19 points to 25 points. You you know, you, you, you're just shy of that in the space of winning one day, if you get what I'm saying. It's just... Yeah. It, there's everything to play for going into week two, which is which means it's going to be a bloody exciting week. Yeah. Can, can I reiterate as well? And this is this is me just making excuses that we did <laughs> we didn't actually get our actual choices that we wanted. This is this is true. This is true. This, this we, is had to, we had to roll a dice to decide who was getting who. That's, well, that's it's exactly it. it's tricky because you got on one hand my wife who's been watching as long as I have and has been just battered because her choices aren't bad. I mean. Uh, my wife's choices are, um, I'm just going to call them up on the screen here. Um, Shodai, Daesho, Wakataka Kage, Midori Fuji, Kotoshoho. They're good rikishi. There's All nothing solid, wrong with them. All solid rikishi. So but obviously, Kotoshoho out. So they're bugger from the start and just some, some bad performances. And again, with regards to Ollie, um, who is in, in the joint second position, like myself, got one victory today. Yeah. Just the one. So it's, yeah. it's, so, it's so fragile. It's, it's one of the things that you think, oh, you know, pulling away, racing away. It's not. It's as as um as Fox said. It's literally a couple of good days away. From, yeah. It's, yeah a, it's it's one day of fight. It's one day of fights. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if if, yeah. if I if I tomorrow come finish on one win uh, and four losses and Hog gets four wins and one, then then you know what I mean. That that massively mm-hmm. changes everything. That yeah. changes everything. We're on the same amount of points. Um, so it's 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 an interesting situation that we're in, but like Hog stressed there, the differences that we're doing from everybody else who's part of that 307 strong table yes. uh, is that we are we have rolled the dice to select certain people that we want, but we can't cross over with our choices. So my stable, mm-hmm. Hog stable, and Sog stable are all very different characters we've got no crossover at all yeah. none of us have got the same fight as a competitors we've all got different solo stables to keep it real yeah because yeah. clearly if we could have chose our the fighters that we wanted we'd be in first second and third wouldn't we well well clearly <laughs> we'll be joint first <laughs> well, i'll tell you what's interesting <laughs> on the on the actual um uh the sort of uh the, the actual table itself it shows how many people have picked those individuals and i find that fascinating because um 
147 people picked Hakuo, so they're screwed. 120 people got Kotoshoho, they're screwed. And the, both of those are the highest of their particular block. So it's even if you... Like it's a third of people yeah. screwed. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's partly, and this is the thing whenever you're doing something that is based on something that you're not directly involved in, um, whether it's, you know, gambling or just encouraging or just basically being a fan of any sort of sport following at all. Um, you're like, you have no control over it. You can only hope based on what's happened in the past. And because you're not there to influence it in a way, shape or form, you just go, oh, bugger it now. How's, how is this happening? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was winning so much. What's changed? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's madness. It is. And just to add there to any of our listeners, because I know obviously, you know, as we mentioned on, on the first episode, it's a very different sort of um, very different sort of series from the from the series that myself and Hog covered in January, uh, not only because we've got the, the mind of uh, a madman joining us. Um, <laughs> and also somebody who knows considerably more about sumo as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll roll that dice in there. Um, but yeah, absolutely that mixed with the fact that we were obviously focusing very much on a game called Catchy Clash. Now, neither of us, not, not none of the three of us, have uh, any link or connection to Catchy no, Clash no, whatsoever. No. We, we just saw this game. We thought that'll be a fun way to kind of roll this out. Um, and whilst our listeners can't join in with the game as such at the moment during the Haru, we do urge as many of you as possible who are interested to join up and sign up during May's Basho, because the more of our listeners that are tuned in and are playing the game mm, alongside mm. it, the more fun we can have and the more we can see where each other are in, in the table. Much like I said there, we know that uh, Mrs. Matt is uh, mm -hmm. is um, playing the game, as we mentioned. Our friend uh, Stu Ashens is playing the game. He's never watched a, a match of sumo, fight of sumo in his life. <laughs> um, and, and a friend of the show and Ollie is joining us potentially next week as well. So it's going to be quite interesting to see what we do in May. But before we get to May, we've got another bloody week of Haru to go yet. Yeah. And without further ado, here are the standings following day eight of the Haru Basho. The Haru Basho standings after day eight. Takayasu has seven wins and one loss. Toreno Fuji and Chionokuni have six wins and two losses. Takakishio, Asanayama, Takanosho, Hokuto Fuji, Meisi, Miyogiryu, Tamawashi, Ishinojo, Tobizaru, Chiyoshoma, Toretsuyoshi, and Kotoeko all have five wins and three losses. Shodai, Mitakiyumi, Wakatakakage, Endo, Hoshoryu, Shoteru, Aiyama, Akasiyama, Hidanumi, Casey, and Dayamami all have four wins and four losses. Daeshio, Kiribayama, Tochinoshin, Kagayaki, Kotnawaka, Midorofuji, Ryuden, Surugisho, and Yutakiyama all have three wins and five losses. Onosho, Shimanumi and Okanumi all have two wins and six losses, and Takarafuji has one win and seven losses. Right, on that note, everybody, thanks very much for tuning in. We'll be back again next Sunday. We've been with you for the best part of two hours here, so thanks <laughs> for staying with us until the end. Uh, um, 
before we go anywhere, Matt, would you like to let people know how to find out more about your movie madness and everything <laughs> you're involved with, my friend? Yeah, of course. Uh, you can go to Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z, on all the social media stuff to see what I'm doing. Go to Cheesemint.com to see the things that I'm making and the RedRightHand.co.uk to see the reviews that I'm writing. Although, admittedly, of the two of those, not much is happening because I can't film anything and there's nothing in the cinema. Um, having said that, Sequelizers is the other podcast I'm on for film talking stuff, and that is weekly. That's regular stuff. So Sequelizers, check it out. All good stuff. And bloody wonderful it is too. And while we're on the note of bloody wonderful, uh, a bloody wonderful artist by the name of Adam Hogarth. Adam, uh, do you want to tell everybody about your art and uh, also dark arts as well, mate? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, so, yeah, you can check out my artwork at adamhogarth.com um, and uh, follow me on Insta at, at adam.hogarth. And then also you can follow my little skateboarding company as well if you're in- interested in skateboards. Mm-hmm. And that's um, Dark Arts. So it's dark underscore arts underscore skateboards. Wonderful stuff. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as, as per always. usual. We'll, uh, we'll catch up on the end of day 15 of the Haru Basho to talk about how our stables have got on, but also to just discuss in general whoever's been crowned the champion because it'll be following the final day of the Basho. Can't wait for it, chaps. And uh, speak to you then. Goodbye, everybody. See you later. Matane.